welcome to episode number 13 of the Get to Know NHCO podcast. I'm Tom Baker, Executive Director of NHCO, along with my co-host, Erica Cochran, Director of Development and Communications at NHCO. And Erica, it is great to be here together for episode number 13 that is coming out today on April 13th. How fun is that? Lucky number 13. Right. right? That's what Baker says. I like it. I like it. It's good to be here in the studio with you. We're going to have two great guests coming up in just a few minutes. Harriet Claddy, the longtime volunteer coordinator for NHCO, will be joining us in just a little bit. After that, we'll be joined by Marianne Harris, who's a longtime volunteer. Food Pantry Sharing Projects does truly a little bit of everything with NHCO. It's been a fun few weeks, though, here at NHCO. You know, we kicked off year number two of NHCO on the go, rebooted that on March 18th. We had a great YCLB, Young Community Leaders Board, meeting on the 24th and onboarded 10 new members. The group is really expanding and growing. And for you listeners out there, hopefully some of you got to learn from Bradley and Marissa, our, our chair and vice chair, uh, on episode number 12, but it's a really emerging group within our organization, and they're doing a great job. They are. Tying them into our topic today, which is volunteerism. I mean, that's what they do. They are advocates for us, and they volunteer a lot. They're a great group, that's for sure. We've had a couple successes already in April. You know, just 10 days ago, we had the Neighborhood Block Party at a new location, kind of new feel to it. How do you feel about the block party? Super happy how it went. Everything looked great. I hope everyone had fun if you attended. Thank you so much for being there. There were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of you there, and we really appreciated all your support that day at the block party. You know, Carrie Mulhern from our team, a big thank you goes out to her and a congratulations to Carrie on doing such a wonderful job leading the way on the neighborhood block party. A few days ago, though, we just celebrated in Sharpsburg. We had a nice time celebrating with our good friend Kathleen Stanley and the Roots of Faith team at our partnership celebration announcement. We want to thank our guest speakers from that evening, which Representative Sarah Imrado, the mayor of Sharpsburg, Brittany Reno, and the former mayor, who now is a district judge, Matt Rudsky, uh, who joined us to, to share and to speak. Our buddies as well, the Pittsburgh North Regional Chamber helped make it a special night, and we even had free cake from uh, Nothing But Cakes, so it was it was very cool. Can't go wrong with free cake. You cannot go wrong with free cake, that is, that is for sure. So a lot of good things going on within North Hills Community Outreach, and with that, we are going to get to know... Harriet Claddy. Harriet, welcome to the show. I should mention your husband, Timmy, him and Jeff and Al, they're the music that you all get to hear as we lead into the show and exit from the shows. Uh, but Harriet, how long have you been with NHCO? I know you've been here a long time. I've been with NHCO for 17 years. And how many of those years have you been the volunteer coordinator? Six years as the volunteer coordinator. Uh, when I was first hired, I was hired as the resource coordinator. Tell us a little bit about what you love about being the volunteer coordinator. Oh, gosh, the people. <laughs> Mostly the people. You you meet so many different kinds of people and this uh, cornucopia of personalities. And we just really get a- attached to a, a lot of our volunteers and just enjoy them. And they're, they're like family, they're colleagues. We just enjoy working with them and all that they bring to the offices. That's a great way to phrase it. I know when Erica and I are, are out sharing with other folks about our organization, we often say that volunteering with NHGO does become like family, like you said. And it's oftentimes people's second favorite, hopefully home is their favorite place to go, but <laughs> second place to spend time is volunteering with North Hills Community Outreach. You know, with 20 programs and services across 40 zip codes and 50 communities, there's certainly a lot of ways to volunteer. What do you find, Harriet, to be the most uh, prolific ways? Well, the food pantry uses a lot of volunteers, as does the garden. Our in-service-of-seniors program uses a lot of volunteers. And just various administrative uh, tasks that uh, where people can volunteer. And, of course, the uh, fundraising 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's various fundraising opportunities uh, and special events that use a lot of volunteers. For example, the kettle campaign. This past kettle campaign, we had 135 volunteers. Off the top of my head, yeah, those are the ones I can ones. Yeah, Food pantry, garden, yep. reception. I think that's something important for folks to know is that when you come to an NHG office, it is likely a volunteer will be the first person you meet, which mm-hmm. is wonderful. And those receptionists, to Tom's point, they are the first point of contact a lot of times that people who are calling or coming into our office make. And they are so well-versed in everything NHCO. I mean, they really are dedicated to learning, you know, all of our programs and our services and our staff. They're not just here to answer the phone. They're here to give answers. They know who to direct the callers Mm -hmm. to. I mean, it's very impressive how dedicated the volunteer receptionists are. And many times the volunteers that have come to us uh, and are serving as receptionists in the food pantry, uh, data entry, they have been with us for a long, long time. They uh, sign up to volunteer and they stick around Mm -hmm. because they feel feel like this is family and they're comfortable uh, volunteering here and doing what they're doing. Let's talk about how many volunteers we use every year, which is a lot, right? So on average, let's see how many volunteers does NHCO utilize annually? In the last fiscal year, we had 953 volunteers. Before COVID, that number was higher. Mm -hmm. Those volunteers collectively gave 18,833 hours. And of those volunteers, 375 of them were youth volunteers. How many full-time staff does that equal out to? 15. Wow. Which is pretty amazing. You mentioned the youth volunteers. Jeff Geisler did a little spotlight in the newsletter that just came out recently, The Connector, about young people getting involved. And I know we just also honored presidential award winner with Arshia and, and, and celebrate her at the YCLB meeting. Uh, it really is amazing. And, and Harriet, you can hopefully speak to this, just how incredible it is to see young people getting involved, people that are retired, families. NHGO really runs the gamut and spans, you know, generations of people serving together through our organization. The majority of our volunteers are retirees, but we do get a significant number of youth volunteers. They like to help at the garden. Uh, they ring bells at the kettle campaign. They can do yard work for mm-hmm. seniors. They help with grounds work at the Allison Park office. And we also uh, encourage them to conduct collections for us, uh, for the food pantry and whatever the sharing project is that we're collecting for. They can do all of that. And many of them are working towards their service hours that they need for school, or maybe it's uh, the National Honor Society or church or an organization that they belong to, scouts. And so all of those hours can be counted towards what their requirements are. I will say, Harry, you do a wonderful job, you know, getting creative for these students that reach out to us. A lot of high school students or people, you know, coming out of their youth group who need these service hours. A lot of times it's like, all right, let's put our heads together and let's think about what we can do to help them help us. Yeah. Um, and we do a really good job of that. I'm really proud of how we can engage the youth. We do the best we can. <laughs> and we, we adopted the highway, right? Can you tell us yes. a little bit about that? So if you're out there and you've always wanted to kind of be part of an adopt a highway project, Feel free to let Harriet know, right? We have one now with NHGO. That is the section of Ingemar Road in North Park between Coomer Road and Babcock Boulevard. And we bring on volunteers. A lot of times there are groups from businesses or organizations. I try to have about four to six volunteers. That seems to be plenty for doing the uh, highway cleanup. And they, they go up and down Ingemar Road picking up the litter. We do that once a month. Which, that takes some bravery to be out there and about there. I will say this, though, and, and 
Harriet, you probably can speak to this really well as the volunteer coordinator. You know, 2020, and we've just now surpassed two years since the pandemic started. It's unbelievable. You know, I wasn't our executive director, but I was certainly an advocate and ambassador back in March and April and May. And I would see the pictures that Erica and Jeff and, you know, you would help coordinate. And, and it was really unbelievable the way that NHGO, the bravery and the valor of the staff and the volunteers. Did you see something in 2020 that was a little bit different than maybe what you saw in all the other years here at NHCO? Well, we did have to minimize the the number of volunteers at our site. So we couldn't have as many volunteers like we had pre-COVID. And the way that they conducted the food pantry was really had to cut back on the number of volunteers. But they were very dedicated. They still are. Many of those volunteers have been with us for a long time. We'll st- continue to stay with us a long time. We worked with a limited number of volunteers, and we're still successful in getting mm-hmm. all of the services out to people. And the fact that we even had uh, more people that needed the, the help, and we were able to do that with a limited number of volunteers. I remember speaking to a food pantry volunteer uh, during the pandemic and saying, you know, thank you so much for being here, you know, risking your health to be here to help others. And she said, I I couldn't sit home knowing that your work has doubled. The volunteer count has gone down. That I will never forget that interaction because it was just so it was so heartwarming to know that that we can count on them. And, you know, it is Volunteer Appreciation Month right now, April, and Volunteer Appreciation Week is, uh, we'll start the 17th. I just want to say that, you know, and you can speak to this, Harriet, that we would not be able to do what we do mm-hmm. every day without those volunteers. You know, going back to how many full-time staff it equals to 15, that's 15 full-time staff members, you know, that our volunteers make up and you know firsthand how important it is to have volunteers here and how we would not be able to do what we do every day and serve the community without them. Uh, we can't. It's, you know, our, our staff is small. And to be able to provide the services that we provide, we need the volunteers. They can do basic nuts and bolts things and take some of that pressure off of a service coordinator if they can uh, sit down and conduct the intake with, with the individual that's coming to us for help. Helping the seniors. Uh, we wouldn't be helping the seniors if we didn't have the volunteers. Right. So let's talk a little bit about volunteers who have turned into staff members. I know, you know, over the years that I've been here, which is just a <laughs> fraction of the years that you've been here, I've seen this happen. Um, a lot of our volunteers have turned into staff members, and I know that but there's one in particular who is very important to us here. Tell us a little bit about uh, your journey and, you know, others who have done the same thing. Yeah, I started as a volunteer. I At that time, we had an employment specialist in the Allison Park office, and she had an employment uh, services committee, and I volunteered on that, on that team. I started doing that, I believe it was late 90s. Uh, or mid-90s. And then in um, 2002, I became a client uh, when I was going through a divorce. And um, I was able to use the food pantry and other services. I got utility help and help with the holidays and um, uh, legal guidance. And then in 2004, when the resource coordinator position opened up, I consulted the employment specialist <laughs> just to uh, fine-tune my resume. I applied for that position, and that's when I got hired in the midst of Hurricane Ivan relief. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. And if, you, if you're familiar with our Millville office and if you're familiar with the flooding and how we respond to that, you know that that was probably a pretty chaotic time. It was. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, Harriet, um, congratulations on 17 plus <laughs> years here with NHCO, 18,000 plus hours a year, 950 plus volunteers that 
and enable us to do the work of an extra 15 plus people as an organization. So uh, happy volunteer appreciation <laughs> month to you, Harriet Claddy, and uh, thanks for all of your dedication to NHCO, certainly uh, over the years. What are the best ways for uh, volunteers or just anyone that's listening, maybe from a corporation or a community group that wants to get involved with NHCO? How can they reach out and get involved with NHCO? Well, the first thing I always suggest is that they go to our website, nhco.org, scroll across the top ribbon to the right where it says Get Involved. Click on that. The drop-down says Volunteer. So click on Volunteer. It'll give you a list of our current volunteer needs. And at the very bottom of the page are the links for the volunteer registration forms. And um, once they complete and submit that form, it comes directly to me. And then we follow up with them. Very good. Well, that was Harriet Claddy. Please make sure to check out all the ways to volunteer at NHCO.org. Harriet will do a great job connecting with you and getting you uh, active with the program or service that is a good fit for you and for our organization. Uh, up next, we'll have Marianne Harris, who is a really active volunteer with our food pantry with sharing projects. And we'll be back in just a minute on the Get to Know NHCO podcast. And we're really glad to be spotlighting one of the volunteers that you had the experience working with for many years, Erica, and that's Marianne Harris. Marianne, welcome to the show. I'm glad to be here. I'm thrilled to be here, especially with Erica, because <laughs> she kind of broke me in. Oh, that's volunteering. Great. That's excellent. <laughs> Marianne, what first led you to volunteering with North Hills Community Outreach and those initial experiences with Erica and our staff? Well, I used to work at Carson Middle School, and one of their fundraiser things was to uh, collect coats for North Hills Community Outreach. Region. Also, they did the Thanksgiving dinners. They oh, would nice. collect. The kids would collect. And it just got me very interested. Always wanted to volunteer, but raising kids and working full time, I didn't have the energy or the time. So it was my goal when I retired. But that was my introduction to it was through the school. Yeah. And the first program that you volunteered for was the food pantry. Right. I remember meeting you in Millville here. You you came and, and volunteered at our food pantry. And it was just such a wonderful thing. The, the whole community at the Millville Food Pantry was always one of my favorites. You guys were so awesome to work with. And yeah, all the volunteers. I mean, it's such a great atmosphere. We had so much fun. Yeah, it was fun. It really was. So I didn't know what to expect, you know, and I thought it would be much more serious and, you know. No, but it was, we it like was. to have fun here. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so what's, uh, what was your experience coming into the food pantry? What did you like most about that volunteer experience? I don't want to say that I was trying to take, you know, all the credit, but it was just how appreciative the clients are. Mm -hmm. They're just so appreciative of everything. It's small stuff. It's little things that everybody's doing, but it's so necessary and it just felt good to be that small part of that big picture. Mm -hmm. That was it. It was clients being very appreciative. If we have listeners, Marianne, that have never volunteered at a food pantry but are, always, are curious about it, right? They think that it could be something fun or enjoyable or meaningful for them to do, like your experience has been. What is the experience like of volunteering at a food pantry for those that haven't done it before? I think it's the connecting. It's the connecting with people who just are down and out at the moment. And you realize that this is a small part of their life, but it's so important to them. And you just walk away feeling like... I helped. I helped in a small way. Mm -hmm. And if these other volunteers were not involved, I don't know how it could happen. You know, I mean, you need you need an army. You, you know? do. And we have it. And for, we have mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Has there ever been, you know, a special moment or a story that you tell others when they ask you about volunteering for NHCO, something that just kind of stuck with you the years? Yeah, I was doing a Christmas toy distribution and a, a young woman came in and she was in a nurse's outfit. She had just come from work and she was crying. And I happened to be her shopper, as we call them. And I, you take them around and you help them pick out toys for their kids. And I asked her if she wanted to kind of take a breath because she was clearly upset. And she said, it's the first time I've ever had to do this. My house just burned down. I have nothing. And it literally brought me to tears. And, and she said, I'm embarrassed to be here, but I don't know what else to do. And I, I, I just hugged her and I said, it can be any one of us at any time. Yep. That's why these things are here. Mm-hmm. you know. And I'm thrilled that you are here to do this. Do not feel embarrassed. I left that day thinking it can be any one of us at any time. And so when we can help, we need to help each other. We have to do it. It sounds like yeah. she got paired with the, per- the perfect volunteer <laughs> that day because I can't think of anybody better. Well, it impressed me. It left an impression and it made me really, really realize, like I said, however small a part I play, it's worth every second to me. So you mentioned holiday toys, right? So yes. we talked about food pantry. So obviously you've done more within NHCO aside from the food pantry. What else have you played a volunteer role in? Uh, we do coat distribution. So winter coats, hats, gloves, which again is very appreciative. You know, the people just come in and you can tell a lot of times that they do really need the clothing, you know. Also the Thanksgiving dinners, which is nice. And the school distributions where they give out the school supplies. And I love that because the kids can come Come in and they can pick out their own supplies and to see the little ones walk away with a backpack that has their favorite character on it or whatever it's just really gratifying it really is those are incredible stories and, and just your stories alone might motivate others to volunteer with nhco what would you say to somebody that's maybe on the fence they've thought about it for a while but are you know con- kind of considering it oh. why should somebody volunteer with north hills community outreach i have never had one regret um you can pick and choose whatever you want to do you, what what other thing can you do where you can say no I don't want to do that or yeah I want to do that and you <laughs> you know if it's something that involves hours that you don't like or days that you don't like then you pick something that does I mean there's so many opportunities I just feel like you can customize it to whatever you want to do mm-hmm. and as much as you want to right. do I can't think of anything better than that uh-huh. <laughs> and is it safe to say you've made some friends along the way Absolutely. right you know the Millville food pantry uh, crew as I like to call it you know you guys are, are very tight with one another yeah, and- we, we kind of know what each other's thinking now and it's a really smooth running machine when we pack bags I'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> I mean we get through that in a flash now because we all know what to expect and we keep each other you know we keep each other's spirits high while we work and it the time just flies you you're a well oiled machine well oiled yes <laughs> we are and it's great to make friends through volunteering together right yeah and absolutely we've talked in this episode with Harriet already about the fact that NHGO becomes kind of like a second home for volunteers and for clients you know that they really get to know our staff and get to know all of you our incredible incredible volunteers so absolutely we're very grateful Marianne thank you so much for being part of this people helping people movement we are grateful uh, to you happy national volunteer month and thank you for celebrating with us here uh, on the podcast and just congratulations for 
a legacy of doing good through and with NHCO. Thank you. I'm I'm really glad to be part of it. I really am. Never one regret. Oh, thank you, Marianne. Thanks, Marianne. What are some takeaways you maybe had from this episode with this National Volunteer Month? A close to a thousand volunteers, eighteen thousand plus hours that our team did last year of volunteering with our organization. Any kind of parting thoughts on the episode? Yeah, I'm feeling nostalgic because, you know, <laughs> when I first joined the team here at NHCO, I was the food pantry coordinator, and that is one of a, a very volunteer-heavy role. Mm-hmm. And Marianne being one of the very first volunteers I came in contact with, and, and she's still here, and she's still enjoying what she does. And it just makes me really happy to know that, you know, people like Marianne love coming here as much as I do. Nice. Very good. I will say our, our current food pantry coordinator, Kelly King, uh, a lot of our volunteers attended her bridal shower last year. Yes. The beaming pride of all the volunteers of <laughs> Kelly getting married was pretty wonderful. So it sounds like Marianne, you and Erica certainly had a, a similar experience, which is which is fantastic. So thank you again to Marianne Harris. Thanks to Harriet Claddy. As always, thank you to our producer, Jeff Geisler, for putting together our podcast. Every episode, Jeff does a really terrific job. If you have ideas of what you would like to uh, have on the podcast and future episodes, please feel free to let us know at podcast at nhco.org. Or if you have questions, ideas, anything, feel free to reach out to podcast at nhco.org. Happy Volunteer Month internationally to everyone. And here, certainly, thank you for being people helping people. Check us out at nhco.org and figure out a way that you can get more involved with North Hills Community Outreach today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Get to Know NHCO podcast. We hope that you enjoyed episode number 13, and we'll see you next time on Get to Know NHCO. (laughs) 